0: Meet me at the ice cream truck I'll buy you some ice cream You know what I mean? The show is obscene But I bet you gon' like these Three dudes trying to get along Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron Don't forget to start a show EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell Let's roll, trying to keep up Turn up the AC stage, eating up Eat it up, time to devour The full charge power hour Mic
1: check, mic check Hey, Matt Fulcheron here this is not actually an episode of the Full Charge Power Hour This is uh, a little sample Episode 6 of my new podcast, The Power of How um, You can, uh, there's, there's five more episodes available um, I put a link in the description So please come on over to The Power of How We're doing good things And um, yeah, head over there And in the meantime, enjoy this over here See ya We gotta mix the mission statement with... The idea that everything is relevant, our stand-up is relevant, living in New York is relevant, because it's all how to deal with day-to-day life. Yeah. Is that generally it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And how the littlest things in the world ruin your whole outlook on life just because of one day when it's really not that big of a deal, but we've got to find a way to deal with with our fucking anger, basically. Everybody good? Everybody's headphones good? Yeah. Welcome to the Power of How. I'm Matt Fulcheron. I'm here with Brendan Tassif. What's up? I'm here with Daniel Tirado. Hola. I'm here with my cat Penny. I was confused by all of this. (laughs) My wife went out of town and now it's just me and my kid. Me and my my cat. You and your lion. Which is a great existence, but only if you have a wife that's out of town. (laughs) A man with a cat is not respected. It's Even a, though there's nothing wrong with it,
2: a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, not to be not to be trusted. Well, one cat's all right. A man with three cats—it's yeah. uh, that's sod. That's weird. It
1: is weird. There was a dude in my neighborhood growing up who had ten plus cats. No way. He was in Maryland. He, his wife died. He ah, there you, go, the there you go. There you go. And he just had upwards of ten cats, and um, nobody talked about how weird it was. And as a kid, you're just like, "This is great." There's a zoo across the street.
0: That yeah, is strange, man. I, I I don't have that kind of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> when my mom met her um her current husband, he had like four dogs mm-hmm. and she had like two dogs, and then uh-huh. my older brother had a dog that he like gave her. <laughs> so I remember the first time like I I was done with college and I was moving back home and I walked in and there was like eight dogs and I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm dying for
1: somebody to break in. And they- <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ It's going to be great for the oh, shot Oh, Jesus Christ uh, Right on cue I might Jesus have to Christ. put her in her room She's scared. So this, this cat gets put in a small room at least once a day Yeah Because she scratches, she bites And this is this is when you're asleep Oh, she really? She rolls up yeah. on you she, she puts her uh, paw right on your face. Yeah. It's kind of sexy. Nah. Some
2: scratches and bites nah, in the middle of the night. I wish I had that.
1: <laughs> we have, like, neosporin is constantly on the grocery list. Yeah. Because it's, we constantly have to disinfect our wounds around here. Wow.
0: It's alarming yeah. when you're not used to it. You're used to it. Yeah. But I've watched Penny a couple times and I've been, like, woken up to her, like, scratching
1: my And I'm like, what oh, is yeah. happening? Damn. Yeah. And if and if you pet, it's like how many licks does it get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? It's like you pet about it's about four or five, yeah. and then she just like a snake is like just like fucking goes for wow. it.
0: You're like, oh, this is nice. This is so. Oh my god, <laughs> she gets by on
1: um, cute. And she makes a lot of noises So everybody likes her As soon as I There's several people that watch her Because we go out of town so much And I'll watch them Or at a party or something People come up And they know she likes to bite And they're not scared of biting So they just do this whole thing Where they play with the cat and they make the cat bite it, mm-hmm. and they just reinforce that it's fun for the cat. <laughs> so it's like my work is never
0: done, as if you can train a goddamn cat. Your cats think that you live at their house? Right. Yeah, did you... There was a study where they think that humans are just hairless, dumb cats. Clumsy. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: which, which, always, which always boggles my mind. Like If I pick you up, and I put you in a room, and I close the door... Who's, really, Who, who's in charge? Who's the clumsy one? And
2: they still think, <laughs> yeah, well, you're just doing me a service Right, well, I could be thinking, you know, uh, carry me <laughs> no, but You know what I mean? I know no, it's, like, it's, like, it's like when we see a squirrel, dead squirrel Or when you hit a squirrel or, or whatever animal You're like, why well, was a squirrel in the middle of the road? It's like, no, the, we created the roads We yeah. are in their environment right. There's yeah. no way that they are in our environment so uh and they're wild animals, man yes yeah. it's and we're domesticating wild animals and uh, I remember I used to work at a pet shop years ago. I love this uh, scenario yeah, I, I, I was a this pet is, shop boy I was a pet is, shop boy especially after the last clip we had uh, which one the one about the rice. killing mice Oh man so yeah right <laughs> so I used to deal with uh, you know a lot of uh, pet owners and and uh, and manufacturers who, you know, they all, they all had their stories. And uh, I had heard this great story about this uh, a delivery guy who would just drop off the food for, for cats. And, and, and once he got attacked by the cat and he the cat would climb up to the corner. Of the, the apartment And just to wait for him Because yes. oh he was Jesus. He was waiting He was hiding in the bathroom <laughs> He was hiding in the bathroom So he climbed to the corner And just jumped him And and attacked him Right And it's uh You know That's Would you Would you guys eat a cat Would you guys eat like If if um Would you eat cat it, During no, the was, apocalypse right? I would yeah. eat a cat yeah. really? Other than that No No well, domesticated, I get it, but yeah. you know, if they're wild animals, it's like dogs as well, and mm-hmm. you know, it's strange. Living in America in the current
1: situation, I I know it's ridiculous to go. I eat a cow, right? But I draw the line at cats. Right. Yeah. It's right. absolutely yes. ridiculous. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. But yes. But knowing
1: that about myself, I'm not willing to venture outside of that. Well, you don't have
2: to. Yeah. But if I mean, if you had to, if
0: you had yeah, to, if you had right? To, yeah, right. I'd eat you if I. Yeah,
2: had to. thanks, man. Well, yeah,
1: because this cat I'm flattered.
2: <laughs> I'm delicious.
1: <laughs> We're to the point where if it was if the if we ran out of food or whatever, right? The last of us. Me and Penny are the last of us. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna eat me in my sleep. Right. So that's what it's gonna come down to. I, the- and let's just hope it doesn't come down to that. And almost, I'm almost gonna say no to this cat. Eating this cat Because it's only gonna Let me survive
2: Another week or so
0: So
1: I might as well just Take wow. one
0: for the team. She's all fur.
2: Yeah. I have another great story from the pet shop from a customer. She told me this. Uh, she told me that she was in t- in China once and she she saw like this window with a lot of puppies, and she walked in and she said, I, uh, you know, she didn't speak uh, Mandarin or, or Cantonese. She said, But I'd love to have that 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 dog, you know. She so she as much as she can, just like she pointed to that dog, uh-huh. I'll be back, bring the money and all that. Right. They told her to come back. She understood, like in half an hour or whatever time, and she came back and they just handed her a bag, and and she's like, "What is this?" She's like, "It's like it's the dog that it was a butcher shop."
1: Oh yeah. my god! Yeah,
2: where was this? In China. Oh okay. Yeah, I missed that part of the story. No. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but and she and and she. Uh, she was devastated because she yeah. felt like she killed a puppy, right. you know. But she had—it was just because of the language barrier. Had she just known right. to that—that that it was a uh, yeah.
0: Well, well, there's some islands in um, Southeast Asia where uh, guinea pig is like a really popular dish, just because they're so. Many well, in
2: Peru, yeah. guinea—they're called kui which is really funny because kui in French means testicles. Uh huh. So <laughs> right. 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 So when, yeah. I, when I went to you know Peru for the first yeah. time, to, like eat kui I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just, Hilarious, right? And it's and it's delicious, and it's 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 great. The the only thing that's very weird is when, because my uncle would bring a bunch of guinea pigs and they're kind of roasted. But I have no trouble eating them when they chop the head off. But when you see the head, it's like I I, I can't even. Yeah. it's, it's right. devastating. The head on anything when yeah, you I see right. Head, right. You
1: see the head on a pig.
2: Right. You know, yeah. I've never I've never done the
1: luau. You've never done thing, like a you know? spit
0: roast thing? No. no. Yeah. It definitely changed yeah. whether you're
1: okay with it or whether right. you're not, right. it definitely changes it. Right. Yeah. We've when done we did a couple of those. Yeah, you don't want to see a
0: face. When I was a kid. Uh-huh. It was like a like a summer, like, oh, we'll do like a luau Hawaiian theme. We'll traumatize play. you kids. And then Yeah my <laughs> parents like got a full like hundred pound pig and like they uh-huh. had the spit roast set up and the whole deal. Yeah, right. yeah. And I just remember coming in the backyard and being like, <laughs>
1: Right. I, wow. got, I got yeah. one
0: for you. Tell me.
1: I, I went to my friend's farm. My dad had a friend who was a farmer. Oh no. We went no. to the farm and we're all walking around the farm. We walk in the barn and there's three pigs hanging by their feet with their throats slit. Just no warning, just three dead pl- pigs. See how they bleed? You know, just they, what? They were going to eat them. They're gonna right, eat them, right, right, right. but I'm like, it's <laughs> yeah, just a hobby, right? But I'm like five, right? And there's no warning. It's just, and and that's my dad's like teaching. He's just like, well, that's what farms are like. Yeah, that's what happens. Same <laughs> and he was yeah. right. And saints but I've
2: never walked into a room the same again. My my wife, uh, she you know she, when she went to Egypt as a kid, she would they eat pigeons, uh, but she, so she would play with these pigeons because they they would farm them. Uh, but not knowing that yeah. you know uh, so she's she befriended she named the pigeon and everything then mm-hmm. one day she sits down at dinner time and she's like what is that and like well that's that's the bird that's your bird and, and yeah yeah can you imagine how devastated no. you must be as a kid yeah and like I think the grandfather just stepped out with either a brick or a hammer and just, Came back and, and yeah You got yeah. Then she couldn't eat it Obviously I, I think as soon as You establish A relationship With whatever animal Yeah It's I can't eat anything That I, I'm gonna name Or It's the name thing It's uh, a yeah. big,
0: Cause my grandparents On my mom's side Were like Big farm people Like not just Like they weren't farmers But they had a lot of Open space in the Midwest And stuff And they had animals And uh, garden and stuff But they would use that Just for their own Kind of stuff Like they didn't farm it out But they would use it Like for their food yeah and that was the big thing was my mom was like you're not allowed to name the animals yeah and that was the the rule because right. as we soon know, as you I, name I, the animal is no this pig
1: three? Oh god
0: i loved pig three <laughs> so you can't that was a big thing was there you're not allowed to name it because no, as soon no. as she would name <laughs> an animal it's like a animal, seinfeld episode <laughs> they're like, well they're like that's your pet now like now we can't <laughs> do anything with that so then she would just keep it as a pet <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't name, man you Well, don't name Well, speaking of wild animals This cat was actually a wild animal And it hasn't recovered This is a cat from Egypt <laughs> Who just I think it's like turkey out there You ever you ever seen that documentary on cats in Turkey? They just live. They just live out on the street. There's hundreds of. Yeah, they just they're just out there and they're like neighborhood cats. Like people feed them or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But no, they don't live at anybody's house. And so one time back in the day before weed was legal, and you had to. Text a stranger and they come in your apartment and, and deal you weed. I don't know if you've ever done this, no. but it's a horrible no, no, scenario. No. And you're like, am I really addicted to weed that I need a stranger <laughs> in my apartment? Right. And the answer is yes. Yes. Um, I've only
2: seen that in, in movies. Right. But <laughs> I've, I- <laughs> I've experienced it.
1: And um, the the weed guy came in and he's and the and the cat is just sitting down there eyeing him while he's getting his his weed out of the lockbox. And the guy just goes, Is that a street cat? And I'm like, Yeah. Kinda. Of. The guy was terrified of the cat. The wow. guy knew. The guy had street cat past. You could just, yeah, yeah you could feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I ran into a not ran into, but I went to go see a friend and she has a dog. And I'm a huge dog guy, like grew up around dogs. This was the first incident ever in my life where she was like, You can't go near the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a pit bull, and apparently it was a fighting dog, and then she rescued it when she was working oh, at like the Humane Society. Uh, yeah. She they brought him in and he was a little puppy, and so she like, and they were breeding it to fight. And so she rescued it. It was only maybe a year old, and now it's like seven or eight. But it's so protective of her that I literally she has it in, it's not even a cage. She like has like the whole back of her house fenced off. And I walk in and he's like freaking out. And I was like, oh, I love dogs. Like, I'll get him to like me. Like, I, like, I can get any dog to like me. And I literally took two steps towards the back and she goes, don't, don't go near him. Yeah. He, like, you need to come around this way to go to the couch because he will jump. And this thing is like, the fence is like this tall. She's like, he'll jump over that to get to you. She's like, he, he will bite you. And I go, well, everyone says that like, oh, they don't right, want to get right. sued. I was like, I'm great with dogs. She goes, you don't understand <laughs> He thinks he's Mel Gibson In Lethal Weapon <laughs> But she was like You don't understand Like you can't go You can't go near him And I was That was the first time In 34 years Where I was like I can't even like Pet him or anything And she was like No He's just, he's a guard dog Yeah like, yeah You can't no, I, You
2: know I, I, love dog, I love dogs I love cats I love cats. I love animals I have a problem with dog people, like people like dog lovers yeah. and, and and pet lovers, because mm-hmm. they're, I, you know, it almost feels like a cult. You know, they they have their dog parks and everything, and the, <laughs> just the way they socialize, they're just <laughs> fucking weird people, man. They're just, they, uh, you know, well, they some all of them are assholes too. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's I I just I always think it's so strange that when you see a a, a, a pet. Or a dog, and everyone asks, like, "What's what's his or her name?" Yeah, and nobody bothers to ask, like, "What's the owner's name?" You know, uh, it's, yeah, just, it's, it's just so people don't want to meet. People. No, you completely ignore that the part. Owner. I understand, right? We, I I think it's that's how that's how bad we we are in a society that we just completely disregard, completely disregard yeah. the the owner. I never thought of that. And until we you just go cell. straight to the dog. And, and it's like, it's weird because the, the, the owner standing, you go down to like crotch level and you're petting this dog and you're talking to this dog. And, you, you know, you're, it's just so inhumane in many ways. Well, it, it's, it's
1: funny too because. It is
2: funny. It's people, very first, funny. First of all, I, I think, and
1: I'm not one of these people. Right. I, I don't really care about your dog. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm get on with way. my life. Yeah. But people are actually interested in the dog. They are not interested In the person At all That comes from a genuine place Mm -hmm. On top of that The dog owner Is much more comfortable Talking about their dog than they are about themselves. So they'll never give a fake name for their dog. Right. But they might give a fake name for themselves. That's true. Or like, why, you know, all of a sudden, they're going to get suspicious. But uh, you know what? I Because I th- the well, dog doesn't have a social security number. His identity <laughs> can't be
2: stolen. But I also think that a lot of people, uh, you know, subconsciously or consciously or even maybe unconsciously, uh, use their dogs as a bridge to... Uh, to communicate or to to have some form of contact with people. I, I knew a lot of, you know, when I was in school, uh, I knew I had a lot of friends that, you know, girls that would just buy a, a cute puppy so a guy would just stop and you know, say something about the puppy
0: so she can have that. Yeah. You know, well, so that's definitely the case, because when I walk around in New York, I don't I don't try not to talk to really anybody. Yeah. But when I when I used to live with my ex and we had the dogs, I would walk the dog and it just opens up. People just walk, yeah. oh my god, can we what's yeah. the dog's name? Can we right. pet her? Blah 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 blah. And it's so weird you bring up the dog park thing, because that's something I'd never thought of until you just mentioned it. I went to the dog park with Maya probably twice a week. And I would not speak to the other dog owners, and their dogs. And this is what I meant by like assholes. Is their our dog Maya is about a hundred pounds. Like she's a very big dog. You've seen her before. Yeah. And their like little yappy dogs would come over and start sniffing and like nipping at her. And then when Maya would be like basically like get the fuck away from me, like bark or like turn, the owners would be like, uh, excuse me, can you get your dog? And i go, your dog started. Right, just because right. my dog can eat your dog doesn't mean like I'm responsible yeah, for right. this. Yeah, Like your dog came up and started yeah. this shit. And I would never – I even with – she would play with other dogs and I would just kind of look at their owner and do the like, yeah, and then just go back to watching the dog. Right. Like I, I wanted no – I wanted no interaction with those people. And we know at the dog park, I'm sure you know every dog's name. Yeah. But you don't know. I don't know any of the owners. Right. No And I would see the owners on the street because obviously we all live in the area without our dogs. Right. And there's no recognition. There's no – and, you know, I'm from the south, so sometimes I'd be like, oh, hey. And they would just keep walking. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, you know what? I feel (laughs) the same way. I shouldn't have even said hi. You're right. right. You're right.
1: I was walking down the sidewalk one time and – I'm cool with dogs, but one thing that like drives me batshit crazy is when people don't put leashes on their dogs. I can't stand it. Because they think their dog is special. Mm-hmm. And um, my dog always listens to me. It's this whole mentality. Like, I'm in a superior relationship. It's the person the laws, that's special. The laws, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. laws don't apply to me. And so I'm walking down the sidewalk, and the dog just comes up to me, and I just, I just stop. You know, cause and I don't, I make no movements, right? And the dude's just like, he's not gonna bite, and I'm like, well, I don't know him, right? Yet. Exactly, <laughs> I don't know the dog, yeah. Like you know, and he just totally treated me like I was the biggest stick in the mud, right. The biggest pain in the yeah. ass. And it's like, dude, you the the fucking yeah. laws apply to you too, right? 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 Asshole. Right? There was this park that we used to skateboard at up in Los Angeles, and dogs would like constantly be running after us, and it just drove me insane. I just just some, I, f- I feel like a stanza. Yeah. Like, we're living in a society you
0: know?
2: <laughs> like, I love that mic control
1: you just like, said.
0: That
2: was good. <laughs>
0: why
1: don't the rules apply to you? Yeah. I don't. I'm not Absolutely. into people. Like, yeah. We saw yeah. that.
0: We all yeah. saw that the first time we all got together to talk about this very podcast. Do you guys remember? No, I don't. We went to the coffee shop, and then we went to that little park in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and there was that crazy lady. Who had her dog And she was screaming Do You don't remember this? I do now But yeah. tell me tell me. But So she's she, The dog's off the leash And an older woman was like Hey your dog's <laughs> off the leash And obviously this woman oh, Who owned yeah. the dog Was oh, mentally yeah. unstable Because oh, yeah. she started like Screaming Like yeah. It's my dog It listens to me right. Right. It doesn't need a leash and right. the lady The older woman was just like No but you need to have your dog On a leash And she like snapped yeah. And was like right. unhinged And I remember the three of us Just kind of looked at each other And looked at her And we're like yeah, we need a positive podcast out yeah. like, is, Something's very wrong with the and world. A podcast was born. It didn't, wasn't the dog yelling as well? The dog like was barking dog. and like, and I think it was either Matt or Dan. One of you guys turned and was like, well, obviously she doesn't have that dog under control because the dog was like freaking out.
1: Yeah. Right. One of the saddest things I ever saw was. Uh, Two homeless people arguing, and they both had dogs, and Aww. the dogs were barking at each other. Ah, <laughs> oh my like God. this is crazy.
2: Yeah, this is a bad scenario. Yeah, you can't afford food, but you can feed your dog. It's it's. Uh, there's a
0: there's a guy uh, when I go to the gym, he has a sign, and the sign literally says the dog comes first, oh, which that's, I th- which that's, is admirable. That's sweet. But at the same time, it's just like That's sweet. That's very sweet. Yeah. Good thing Daniel
1: don't own that dog. Cause he <laughs> <either>. <laughs> the dog, uh, and then the vegetables.
2: Did, did I tell you? Did, I, <laughs> did you? Uh, did I tell you guys the uh, the time I saw in Greenpoint? I forget. I forget what we talk about. But the uh, the time I saw a lady who had her cat on a leash. No. But not the dog. <laughs> and the cat oh, this does sound familiar. And the yeah. cat was. Uh, sitting in a stroller, and was it was on a leash, uh-huh. and then but not the dog, and then she for whatever reason un, uh, she unleashes the cat, and the cat goes sprinting, mm-hmm. disappears. Mm-hmm. She has a panic attack uh-huh. in the middle of uh, uh, McGulrick Park uh-huh. in, in Brooklyn and Greenpoint. Uh she is screaming frantically, running for the cat, but then her dog is there, so she can't leave the dog, and then as she starts running, the dog starts running the other way. Oh God. So she is screaming and crying uh and, and very frantic, and nobody, nobody moved. Just everyone just watched. I told my wife, so listen, just uh it's because I was with my kids, I was like, stay with them. I'm gonna I'm gonna she needs help. Yeah. yeah. So she She's frantic And she's She's in the middle of the park And she doesn't know What to do anymore Because she went back For her dog Because she knew Where the, she could get The dog back Yeah And then she says uh, I said listen Just take a deep breath You're going to find your cat I promise you I had no fucking <laughs> clue I, I had no clue But I, I, I just trusted That I said You will find your cat well, I, I Go think, for the cat I think
1: that's a smart thing To do too Because it, it reduces The panic right yeah, Right And then there's more Of a
2: chance That you'll find the cat Right you're Thinking clearly Yeah 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 Absolutely mm-hmm. I said I'm going to Keep I'm going to uh, I I, I I have your dog I'm going to keep your dog Just go for the cat And then she says Okay thank you I said take take a deep breath And go And uh, five minutes later, she finds the cat. She comes back, and she's like, she's very grateful, and she says, oh, my God, I love this community. Yeah. I love this. I'm like, this community did nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am I'm not part of this Greenpoint community. I'm from Astoria, <laughs> and Astorians help each other.
0: <laughs> but people in Greenpoint do not care. Oh, no, no, uh, no, no. no. Uh, but it, it was— I uh,
1: was one of those guys. <laughs> I'm
0: just going to stand around and watch it burn with and everybody once,
1: else. Once I saw you helping, I was like— <laughs> Put my cap down Like I hope Daniel doesn't yeah. me. I hope Daniel. I'm a Greenpoint resident he never tells this story I, I've got things to do uh, Yeah it, Isn't that interesting though That That there, I think there's kind of um, uh, A judgment of positive thinking Because it's like It sounds cosmic Right And it sounds like You're willing Something to happen When it's really much more Of a rational process mm-hmm. It's like What do you mean? Well in this scenario Right. As, I, as I touched on a little bit before It's like okay you're panicking You're in the park But you say to her You're gonna find your cat And she on some level says I'm gonna find my cat And then she can calm the fuck down And, she can, and all of a sudden It's not as urgent So there's more time for the cat to come back And there's less of a chance That she's gonna go wander off Or she's gonna go do Or she's gonna operate in panic mode so, like, she her thinking positive had a practical
0: application. Yeah. Right, because the other thing, too, is when you're hyped up, your pet can feel your hype mm-hmm. and they'll panic. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm not – I had to have told this story, but Maya got off the leash one time in New York. We got her a new vest, one that was, like, more comfortable for her. Didn't realize that she could slip out of it like fucking Houdini. <laughs> so I'm walking her. <laughs> We're going for a walk. She takes a poop. I go to clean up the poop, and as I'm cleaning it up, she, like, just – cocks back a little and when she does that she notices the vest like almost comes off so she's uh-huh. like oh i'm oh, out of here okay. i can do this <laughs> yeah so she cocks back and then she <laughs> just slips it and we were a an avenue away from our apartment and she knows that she's a very intelligent dog so she's like fuck this i'm going home and just takes off for the apartment and initially i panic and i start screaming Like, Maya, Maya. And because I was screaming and elevated, she freaked out. So she, like, stopped for a split second, turned, and if I was just calm, and I was like, all right, come here, like, relax, come on. Yeah. But I wasn't. I I was freaked out. So I screamed, and then she got spooked because I screamed again and (laughs) turned around and just took off towards the house. The only thing... That was like a saving... Like, people were trying to help. Like, you could tell. But she's a huge dog. Uh-huh. So people were, like, in the middle of the sidewalk. But as she comes closer, they, like, move out of the way. And I'm yeah. like, she's not... Gonna, I'm like, yelling. Yeah. Yeah, like, she's not going to bite. She's not... Just tackle her. Yeah. Tackle. She's running towards 2nd Avenue, which yeah. is a busy yeah, intersection. Of course. Yeah, and, I, and she has to go through 2nd to get to our apartment on the corner. And I'm like, she's just going to run through the street. And everybody's going, I'm not getting burned by that one again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's going to run through the street. And then luckily, like... At as she came to the crosswalk it was almost like a universe thing or a universe thing where she comes to the crosswalk and then immediately the crosswalk turns uh-huh. so all the cars stop and she no hesitation or anything just sprints through the crosswalk and wow. then ran to the front door and Smart just sat dog. down well that was the thing was it was a time like she was right. going to run either way whether right, there were right. cars or no cars but luckily the timing, luckily, was, the timing wow. was perfect unreal and i'm like i and but it's what you're saying like and then i told savannah and she was like you can't yell And I go, our 100-pound dog just got off the leash, and we've been in Manhattan for like three months. Like, I didn't know what else. Like, I was like, I panicked. She goes, you can't yell. And it's exactly to your point. She was like, if you just talk to her calmly, she'll realize nothing's wrong, and she's fine. But because I was like, Maya, she was like, fuck this. I'm out, and just took off. Yeah,
1: well, it's good to know that when you're in need, (laughs) (laughs) she's going to be gone. When you're in a full panic, she's like, no, No. I'm out, bye. I need to be in a more... Positive environment It is
0: weird Their safer memories. safer environment
2: Yeah And, it, and it, you know It's so true What you say Like what people tell you In a, a moment of panic And I don't know why This story just popped in my head But I, I, when I was 16 Uh huh I, I got arrested for uh, A stupid thing For like Here shoot, we go shoot, uh, This no, is a no, new <laughs> The onion I got peeler. my stories mm-hmm. uh, I got arrested But this is stupid I got arrested for Um uh, shooting water balloons uh, uh, off a building—it okay. uh, was a pretty high building. But then we, I got arrested, and the only reason they Throw brought the yeah, <laughs> right—they brought us in is because my buddy. Uh, he was 17, and I was 16. So since he was, like, closer to 18, they were like, all right, we're going to bring you in. So they handcuffed us, put us in the back. of it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But mind you, we, we were on the intersection of Blurry and St. Catherine, which is, like, the heart of downtown Montreal. Uh, right. And cop, like we saw, like, eight cop cars. Uh, the, whole, the whole street was like, completely right. jammed. And then I got arrested. Uh, they called our parents. I was in the police station, and my buddy Dominic. He, uh, they called his mom. And they said he had to send him home, and but not my parents. You know, no, they were going to come get him. Uh-huh. And so I had to wait in the police station while I get. And and you know, my dad used to hit me a lot, and my mom, you know, extremely strict Polish. So I was by far more terrified. Uh, Uh, I mind you, we weren't 16, 17. I'm sorry. We were 14, 15. We were Mm -hmm. 14, 15. And, and I was more terrified of my parents, especially my mom and, and my dad, you know, my dad, God. So then it was weird. My parents, I see them come. I'm sitting alone. And for whatever reason, the door was locked mm-hmm. so they couldn't come in. So I had to get up and open the door for right. them and welcome them into the police station. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom just gives me this look, man, uh-huh. like if I was going to kill, really. I, and my dad, I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to get the beating of my lifetime. And he said in a very calm voice, he said, you okay? I said, yeah. He said, did they hit you? What? Mhm. It's like did they hit you? I I said no, they didn't. I was like, okay. And I knew he meant like like his first concern was like only I can hit you, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it, it was really it came from like very deep love that nobody hurts my kid uh-huh. and 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 that was his first initial thought and feeling which yo yeah. one moment that like one of the moments I'll remember you know having with my dad forever mm, right. was him having that calming voice and 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 surprising me yeah like out of nowhere just it really moved me man right and I got really you know, connected with my dad at that moment. Did you get ass whipping when you got home? Nope. That's good. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. But
0: my mom. My mom was. She. Uh, you I know. could see you in the jail, being like, "You don't have to call my parents. I'll stay here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, Right, 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 right. Uh, what, what, what's the sentence? Ten days. Yeah. I'll just stay here for ten days. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but in all fairness, they they were they were assholes when they called my house. They said, "Are you the mother?" My mom picked up the phone. Are, are you the mother of of uh, of Daniel? And she says, "Yes." It's like this is the police. She's like, okay. What happened? And they wouldn't tell her what happened. Oh. They would just ask her like 10 questions mm-hmm. to confirm my identity. And my mom, who suffers from, from anxiety, just, you know, she st- she's she got on a panic mode because right, right. she's not getting the information. Yeah. So in all
0: fairness, uh, that drove her crazy. Well, it could be anything. You, yeah, could, you could be yeah, the could victim of a crime. I could be dead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, it's interesting you bring that up because I had the same, ex- not the same experience, but I had a similar experience the first time. The first or second time I got arrested where I, I was on my own at that point. I was you know, 21, mm-hmm. living in South Florida, going to college. So I just didn't, you know, I didn't call anybody. Like, I was just like, I guess I'm just going to wait this out. <laughs> but then the time where I got arrested where I was actually going to do an extended period of time, I was like, well, I have to like, call and let my parents know because if they try to get a hold of me, you can't. And I'll never forget. I was so nervous to call my dad because we had kind of at that point, we had kind of an estranged relationship and I just didn't want to disappoint him. And I'll never forget, I called and he said the same thing. He goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just wanted you to know like what happened. He goes, as long as you're okay, that's all I care about. And I was like, what? (laughs) I I thought you were going to scream at me and how could you do this and all that. And he was like, no, as long as you're okay. Because I think there's a big difference. There's a huge difference. Between like... Child antics Like in getting grounded Or getting yelled at Or getting whipped Or whatever And like Life and death Like once you're Arrested And in a In a jail Like with people Who are capable Of God knows what Like then it kind of The the switch flips And it's like Okay well now Like it's one thing Smoking weed with your buddies In the back But it's a whole other thing When you're in a cell Like with people Who are convicted Of all sorts of crime, Like I don't want you it's, To die It's but.
1: out of everyone's Control at that point Yeah And um Your dad knows His intentions with you mm-hmm. Might not be Exactly the proper way To treat you All the time That he does But this, The state or the county doesn't give a fuck yeah, about exactly, you. and they'll play games with your life, mm-hmm. and, and they don't care. They don't care. It's sport. Yeah, it's like it's like gaming sport. Yeah, being how, in- how many people they put away like means something to them. Yeah, and and they don't care who they put away right. or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's just a sport. And being we in that moment where he was like, Yeah, are you okay? It's the same thing. I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm good Right And I was like I'm really good now Like yeah. I feel better Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I was uh I was working in Calgary one time And I was waiting for The club owner pick me up Because he's such a piece of shit Hi, He's your he, dad? He let me know <laughs> <laughs> He's very far from my father This guy is fucking I I do not like this guy Let alone love this guy but I'm sitting there waiting for um, You know it's like being like Not picked up at soccer practice or yeah, something You're like, right. And I'm about to do a six day week At a club <laughs> I don't even want to do And the fucker can't even pick me up on time And And <laughs> This Canadian cop rolls up to me And he's got like the Yogi Bear hat on or whatever yeah. You know And he's like asking me all these questions And I've already gotten through customs And he's just like what are you doing here What's your intentions here (laughs) And I'm just like So suspicious As an American I'm suspicious (laughs) I don't like answering Questions from cops I'm like I'm here I'm working What do you What do you work for I'm a comedian I'm not giving him I am giving him Like more than I want to But I'm looking at him Like What's the deal, dude? I just got through customs Right, yeah And he's looking at me like (laughs) How'd you get through customs? Yeah (laughs) This guy's like This guy's suspicious, you know And then he turns around And starts walking away And his jacket says something like Welcoming committee (laughs) 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 And that's just so foreign to me Unwelcoming Yeah, that's just so foreign to me As a comedian Right I, I mean, as an American I was like you know, When the cops start asking questions That's when you stop talking Yeah, you lock up You know Mm -hmm. I'm amazed how many people Don't know that How many people don't know That you don't have to answer Police officers questions Oh
0: yeah I mean I've got a bit about it I know Segura has that bit About 48 hours Where he's like Oh just talk to the cops You're about due 25 to life Like it's Yeah I know I have a bit Where we used to watch cops When I was incarcerated For a long time We would watch cops like ex-athletes watch sports Yeah And you just critique the whole time Like yeah. you idiot Like you don't throw the drugs Out the window You eat the drug Like yeah. come on yeah. And the same thing Like they talk to the cops <laughs> And we're like, We're all looking at each other In the cell <laughs> In the TV room All these convicts Looking at each other Like what the fuck's this idiot <laughs> doing <laughs> Like you don't talk to the yeah. cops Like you don't say yeah. anything
1: I can't even handle on I can't, There's a lot of television shows I can't watch Because they just start Talking to the cops mm-hmm. And I start screaming at the TV mm-hmm. Lawyer Yeah <laughs> Lawyer Yeah man! Yeah, yeah. God yeah. damn it! Yeah. That
2: drives me insane. Well, black, black people in America have, uh, they all sound like they have a law degree. Like, they know their laws when it comes yeah. to yeah. Like, getting stopped by. And, uh, you know, I didn't even know about, maybe 10 years ago, I knew uh, I found out about asking a badge number, having the right to ask mm-hmm. and their obligation to, to give. To respond. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah, how how are we supposed to know these things unless I was you taught know? in school but I can't believe how right. many people weren't
1: because I think a lot of people think that when the cops ask you, ask you a question you have to answer it right. when the cops knock on your door you have to let them in cuz I think we we learn our rights on television rather than right. reality right. and it's not because I don't think the TV shows want to mislead you. I just think if people exercise their rights, there'd be no story yeah. on the TV. Right, <laughs> right. Well, and that's the other right. thing,
0: too, is it goes back to just because I went to sc- uh, school outside of Daytona, which is not, you know, it's a kind of a, a poverty area, but I grew up upper middle class, like just outside of there. So I was able to see both ends of the spectrum, where, like, in the neighborhood I grew up in with a lot of the kids I grew up with, it's like, yeah, you talk to the police. The police are here to help you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, for, you know, what I look like, that's exactly what you would assume. Right. But then I played sports, and a lot of my friends lived in, like, the bad parts of Daytona, and they're like, no, you never. Like, I – know I just what you're saying, like, <laughs> yeah. as a kid, they're like, no, you never talk right, to the police. Right, right, or, right. Like, right. ever, right. under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. And it was just that weird dynamic where – and I know – you know, society talks about this all the time, but this this perpetual cycle where it's like, yeah, certain people know that, be- and it's sad, but it's because of the environment they come in they have to know that. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people like me where it's like, oh no, you of course you talk to the police. Right. It took me getting arrested like five or six times before I was like, oh maybe I just shouldn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I finally learned like, oh yeah, you don't say. There's but- there's this idea that.
1: If you cooperate with them That they're going to they're gonna like Help you, you out Yeah And they even tell you that mm-hmm. I can't
0: help you Unless you're honest with me Bull Fucking Shit yeah. That's exactly how They're going to fuck you That's how I got my first DUI Yeah Come on man We saw you leave the bar Just be honest with us <laughs> yeah. yeah I had a couple of drinks so. <laughs> We'll go wow. easy yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, like yeah, We'll yeah. go easy on you If you're honest yeah. That's the mentality yeah. And the right. hilarious thing the most ironic thing and the most fucked up thing about the whole situation, the cops arresting you, this is for everyone listening, the police arresting <laughs> you have <He's> nothing <laughs> to do with the sentencing at all. Nothing at to all. Do, that's just what I was going to say. The charges, the whole thing, they write the police report and then they'll book you on whatever they book you on. It's the state prosecutor who comes up with the final charges Right. In but, they, but isn't read, it based on? they? So they read the police right. report and then they go, okay, this is what... This is what we're going to charge you with. So it doesn't matter if I said no, if I just didn't say anything or I said I had 10 beers or 100 beers. In the police report, it'll just say suspect admitted he was intoxicated. And then that's what they go on. Yeah. Or like – like, it's it's bananas to me where people will – now, after all my experience, where people will cooperate with the police, thinking that it's the cop's jurisdiction to be like, all right, well, we were going to charge you with assault, but we'll knock it down. And I mean, yeah, given when they book you, they can do that. Yeah, But it's the state prosecutor who has the final say in all mm, this. Right. They read over the report. Then they go, oh, no, this is actually what we're going to charge you with. But if you want to take a plea deal because they need all the guilt, like right, you were just talking right. about, they need people to fill the jails. Yeah. You know, if you want to take a plea deal, we'll knock it down to reckless driving right. instead of, right. you know, uh, rec- uh, instead of driving while intoxicated. Yeah, like they have that right. So, anyone listening, just don't talk to the police.
1: Never talk. You don't have to answer any questions. You don't
0: have to let them search. Unless, unless
2: to, someone breaks into your own place. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you want to talk might, to the yeah, police. You might if Henry Rollins and
0: Sons of Anarchy taught us anything, it's you never talk to the cops. Yeah. That's what he tells his like, two year old son right. in the show. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, Henry Rollins. I love Henry
2: Rollins.
1: I, I was explaining to someone who's very wealthy about Miranda rights, <laughs> uh, very, like, very educated person. They had no idea. No of course. fucking
0: clue oh, Who's and, Miranda? To, let's start with that well, Arizona, well, 1967 I actually know this I know
1: case. this too, cool. yeah <laughs> Well, I'll tell you my my general sure. knowledge of okay. it Okay. Someone was arrested without their rights being read You have the right to remain right. silent mm-hmm. You have the right to an attorney And somehow that was the case that Made a law go into into effect That these rights needed to be explained Which is hilarious Because they do explain them to you And if they don't explain them to you It's a technicality you can get off if they don't explain. Yeah, it was, was Moraine versus the uh, state
0: of Arizona. She was arrested prove, and incriminated herself.
2: How do you prove that they didn't read you the rights? Is it one word, word against against another?
1: Nowadays, you actually can. They would have to produce the footage from their the body, body cams. cams. Right? But,
0: but they did. But right? back then, back then, it would be your word against the cops, and then the partner. And the the thing is, is obviously they can just lie. Right. The problem that uh, as someone who used to lie a lot, especially my active addiction, the problem you can get into is if you lie. And then you get caught in the lie, as the officer, you're fucked. Like, Mm -hmm. you lose your pension, you lose all your rights. So it's like, do I want to risk literally the rest of my life, my pension, my retirement, the whole thing? For this misdemeanor. For this one, yeah, exactly, for this one (laughs) little thing. Because you don't know if your partner's going to be on board. Your partner might be like, I don't want to lose my pension. Yeah, he didn't read the rights. Yeah. But it was an actual Supreme Court case in 1967. It was Mm. this woman who was arrested in Arizona. And that no one told her anything, so she incriminated herself, which is a, goes against the Fifth Amendment of the Constitution, was self-incrimination. And she had no idea that she had any of these rights whatsoever. And so it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and that's where the name comes from. It was Miranda wow. versus the state of Arizona, the Miranda rights. That is what's funny about it. It's
1: like, you have all these rights, and then, then the game begins. Yeah. The cops try to Intimidate see what... You don't know Mm -hmm. And try to work around it For like Almost like sport Almost like as a job Whereas in a perfect society It'd be like They have these rights I'm not going to infringe upon these rights They go out of their way But they But they do it And they ask They ask questions Like can I search your car And And You have a tendency If you're an honest person Or whatever kind of person you are To go I have nothing to hide You can search my car But But
2: But then you don't know if they can plan something. They can plan something,
0: or they might find something you don't know is illegal, or they could just... Well, and it goes against everything, and this is going to be the second week in a row where I get on a high horse. It goes against (laughs) everything as an American. It goes against everything... And I'm not some conservative Alex Jones whack sure, job, sure. but as someone who was gonna go to law school, as someone who studied political science, like, I, this is like, I love this stuff. Like, I told you guys before, when the January 6th thing happened, I was like crying watching the TV. Like, yeah. it's over, it's over, the whole right, thing's right. over. But the idea that the country, this country that's the, been the model of democracy for so long and is founded on the idea of freedoms, you're just gonna let this guy, mm-hmm. with no probable cause, just search your shit. Because as a, as a person who has nothing to hide, you're like, yeah, I don't care, do right. it. It's not the fact that you have nothing to hide; it's the fact that they're searching it in the first place that should piss everyone off.
1: Yeah, and I like the word, I like the term, exercise your right. Yeah, because an exercise is not always goal oriented. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm going to do this as a practice, you know, like almost as a rehearsal. I'm yeah. going to exercise my rights. I don't
0: really need my rights right now. But I'm going to use them anywhere. Yeah, what is it? I'm going to get in the habit of using my rights. Yeah, because I've heard people be like, oh, they should put cameras everywhere because if you have nothing to hide... It's like, yeah, but... Land of the free, land <laughs> but of the not, free, but home of the brave. It's it's, like, it's not land of the free. No, I, I completely no, agree no, with you. It's, it's an it's ideal. What you is Perfect. Yes, we're it's saying, saying, what it's supposed we're to be in it saying, an saying, ideal. And yeah. Yes, and I completely agree with you. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. Yeah. You know that off the map. But what I'm saying is, when you have the ability to exercise those rights, as Matt's saying, you should 100 percent take it. It's not the land of the free. I meant. I mean I was arrested for resisting arrest Without violence with no other charge Fun fact it was dropped because you can't resist Arrest unless you're being arrested for something <laughs> But the cops still arrested me And people go all the time well the charge was dropped I go it still ruins your fucking night to get arrested right. Like you still get booked you still have to sit In jail like you still have to go in front of the judge Like yeah. your next 24 hours is shot Right 24 hours Your hard outs right. don't
1: mean a thing yeah
0: but, yeah, but that's the thing that so I understand Obviously it's not a perfect system And we've seen that time and time again I mean, that kid in Tennessee was just basically executed But the thing is Is when you have the opportunity To take advantage of your God-given civil rights You have to act on it In my opinion, because you know, give me freedom or give me debt. What is what does New Hampshire say? Give like, uh, live free or die. Yeah, Delaware. So let's it's one of those little states that no one cares about. <laughs> yeah. They're like live free or die. It's like all right, calm I down, know.
2: Delaware. Yeah. Well, that's how you remember them.
0: I, yeah, I, right?
1: I, I that's I, the only I, reason right, right, You know, <laughs> I talk about this as much as possible because I'm disturbed how many people don't know about it. About about
0: your rights as an American. Oh. Um, Do you guys have this in Canada? like like this this whole us against them with the police uh well a lot of
2: that happened politically especially after um what was happening with um Wallace I don't know that one with uh, not, uh what's his name um George Floyd Yeah why did I say Wallace George Floyd yeah, yeah who was I thinking of anyways George yeah George Floyd so yeah there's definitely that movement that but I think that propagated throughout the whole world, um, especially in North America. But there is way more, and there is segregation in Canada. There is division, but it doesn't even come close to the states. Okay, mm-hmm. it does not come like here. You, you come to New York, and you see uh, uh, what you think might be a melting pot when you're walking down the streets of manhattan but it's it's, it's not. nothing's melted no nope. everyone like if you go to queens or brooklyn and you have your irish communities and, and neighborhoods and greeks and you have uh your italians and african americans and it, it's so segregated mm-hmm. it is very segregated there's even a street in my neighborhood Uh, Astoria is known to be uh, very Greek, Mm -hmm. Uh, way less than before, but still mainly a Greek neighborhood. Uh, Now there's a lot of Croatians, a lot of everything. Uh, But there's one street called Steinway, and you go down Steinway, and it's called Little Egypt. And you only see, uh, it's like a Muslim community, and you only see like a uh, uh, fantastic, uh, great restaurants, some Moroccan, Egyptian. <laughs> I, you know, I got to take you to some places. You gotta, yeah. you Daniel's get, List. You're going to blown Subscribe away. I can see
0: Daniel in the back of a cop car. Oh, guys, have you ever eaten here?
1: <laughs> There's a great Bolivian place right here. But,
2: but it is is—it is truly, you do not, you forget you're in Astoria. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like three blocks mm-hmm. and you do not recognize Astoria. And so uh, that was the the weird feeling when I moved to New York. It's uh, as much as there's... Uh a plethora of, uh, of uh, diversity and, and, and ethnicities um, there is no true melting and you do see that in Canada however like in Montreal everyone's like all my friends are mixed I'm mixed uh, my wife's mixed my friends are. everyone speaks French English because we have to mm-hmm. plus whatever language your parents because right. they're mainly immigrants um, so it, it, you're in a pool of uh, you're, you're swimming in a pool of cultures and it's so enriching but here it's uh, even a Puerto Ricans don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Puerto Ricans don't speak Spanish. Puerto Ricans is, don't speak I lo- Spanish. I like this hot new take. No, but, no, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to get blasted for this. it's kind of
1: different than what most Americans not, say, uh, so
2: roll no, with it. No, but all my Puerto Rican friends, they and they know it. They laugh at it because yeah. there was so much segregation uh, when Puerto Ricans came that— to be on the safe side and to protect your children, they would they would tell their kids do not speak Spanish. They would only speak English to them. They would give them American names like Corey and Jessica, and you know, and, and they would do everything and from love, from a place of love, to yeah. protect them right. so they can they can integrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and because of that, they suffered and they lost uh, a part of their culture. Right. And uh, you know, I feel like Dominicans are are more connected to that. They're they're all the Dominican friends that I have here that I know in New York, they all they're all very fluent in Spanish. Oh yeah, but all my Puerto Rican friends, uh, they they barely speak. Well, it- you're looking
1: you're looking at a guy. I mean, my dad doesn't speak French. His father was born in France, and oh, it just so he's stops. first generation. And it he just, just stops right there. Wow, you know, and it's for the same reason. You want to fit in, mm-hmm. You want to succeed, and this is a, a lower stakes. This is living in the suburbs of New Jersey and working in New York. But there's still this assimilation where, right. and, and, I, and I was offered it in school And I still didn't take it Like a fool Because I didn't want to be quizzed At Christmas dinner When I came up to visit so Which dead. is so, so stupid wait, so, so my grandfather Was born in France What part? Uh, I don't even know that I don't know anything about France So you have, you have family I went to, I went to Paris yeah. And they hated me But it, like, you met your family in France? I've met some of them And they hated me too Because I was American They told me to stop chewing so fast <laughs> 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 like like then they were ready to
2: tell me to stop chewing so fast. You know what I mean? They were looking right. for it. they like hey you right right no, piece of that, shit but, 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 but you know that that's not even the issue. That's it's that's just an excuse
0: that I, knew, right, right. I knew exactly, Nothing to
1: do with
2: my what? chewing. I
1: knew exactly what conversation
2: <laughs> we were right, having. Right right right
1: right yeah. right right. Yeah. Right. And they learned English just to tell me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I found it because I'm second generation, just to spite yeah. me, God damn it, but there are pockets like uh my grandparents on my dad's side are from former Yugoslavia, and they were pockets when they moved to Ohio. there were pockets of uh immigrants from those areas that they would help, so they both obviously they like my grandmother speaks like seven languages, and it was very growing up, we would always she would always try to say like basic words. And the former Yugoslavian, it's it's Croatian, uh, Croatian, Serbio-Croat is the name of the language. She would always try to say certain words so we would know, God forbid, if we were dropped in the middle of the former Yugoslavia, we could find our way out. Like, you know, eat, bathroom, you know, uh, liar was a big one for me. Uh, (laughs) Right. But like, so, but like they, she spoke that all the time. So I find that. I find that so fascinating with what you're saying because it's true. I at work, obviously, I work with people from all sorts of different. I know how to say thank you now in Bengali yeah, yeah, and yeah, Hindi yeah, yeah. and all this stuff because you know I want to uh, uh, you know communicate with my fellow coworkers as comfortable as, as they right. are. But it's interesting because the few Puerto Rican guys that I work with don't really speak Spanish, and it's cool. And the Dominican bartender, right? fluent. Yeah, fluent. You fluent, and it's cool.
2: <laughs> and it's cool when you you meet a Puerto Rican that does speak Spanish because, uh, and it's also generational. You know, it's like the uh, older Puerto Ricans that I know do speak Spanish, mm-hmm. but the younger ones don't. Uh, but now they they there's this new wave of Puerto Ricans who really want to like keep their culture and, and 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 it's cool when you see someone uh, who you know their parent. F- their parents fought for that. Their, their yeah. parents fought to in spite of of everything, they're like, you know, we're it's part of you and don't lose that. Yeah. And it's so it's so important. But it's such a a sad true depiction of the world that we live in that just to be safe and the Japanese had to go through the same thing, you know, but you know, uh, moving to America, Italians had to go through the same thing. Yeah. We won't speak Italian. It's just just to fit in and then when you meet an Italian American who tells you he's Italian, you're like, no, you're not. Yeah, right. You are nothing. There's, a, there's like, a huge difference. You are not Italian. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm from a whole book yeah. and that's yeah. it's like, uh, there's there, n- there's there, no.
1: There, there's a great episode of The Sopranos about that. They all want to go to Italy, and then when they go to Italy, they realize they're not yeah, Italian. They're not Italian. Yeah, right. They don't like the food. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> their words yeah. are, are like, you know, they're slang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah American yeah, yeah. slang. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally, totally. One time I was crossing the street, and it did that thing where you know if sometimes you have someone to the right of you, and they wanna they wanna kind of cut, yeah, the, uh, the 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 crosswalk, but you wanna walk straight, right? And so we kind of got caught up a little bit, like almost bumping into each other, and the woman just starts yelling at me in Polish, and and I just go, I feel the same way about you, because <laughs> <laughs> it's not
2: the words, it's the energy, it's the energy, the yeah. energy behind
0: the words, right. man, yeah. That's why I was always able to pick out when my grandmother would start yelling. The one word I could always pick out was lush, ludzisz, which means lies, lies. <laughs> did you finish your homework? Of course I did. <laughs>
2: that was a green point, right? The Polish lady. Quite a bit. But you know, we don't have a society here, so it's just lawless chaos. Yeah. No, but it's uh, it's cool, man. I'm I'm very very lucky. I'm very lucky to. I, I spoke Polish with my grandmother. Uh, she passed away when I was 11, but I, you know, she she had a lot to do with raising me and and having access to my dad's. You know, Peruvian culture and family. And
1: well, I'll tell you what's it's, cool it's, about it.
2: It's amazing, man. Just knowing you is we can walk around the city,
1: and if you hear someone speaking French or Spanish, mm. it's almost like your golden ticket. I love it. Into something. and And someone's usually very happy. Just to, to like because you don't look the part, like, right oh, you know, and, and people love to speak their language. It's like when you run into somebody at a family reunion or something who's done comedy or is a skateboarder in my case or a football player in your case, and you just get to talk shop a little bit, yeah it's kind of nice,
0: it. yeah yeah that was one of the for the listeners. we went out to a dinner in one uh, at my restaurant, and one of the servers speaks French, and she never gets to speak it, right and I go. Oh, you you speak French. I, I, Daniel I speaks, and you guys immediately yeah, started yeah, talking yeah. in French. And I was like, like for me that was cool because she, I know she knows French, but she very. I mean, even though we work at a, a steakhouse in downtown Manhattan, it's a lot more you know Spanish yeah. or, or just English than French. And so for her actually to be able to speak it with someone who's fluent, and then I was like, oh, this is cool.
1: And I'm yeah. just sitting there feeling the shame, <laughs> chewing my steak too quickly. But like yeah. I should have learned it. They I offered it in school. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like I, 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 uh, I, uh, you, I almost feel like uh, I'm often uh, – I, I don't want to say victim because that's a very strong word. But uh, 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 circ- circumstantially, I, I appear to be, um, quote, unquote, a victim of uh, reverse racism. How's that? Well, I just feel like nobody sees because of the color of my skin. Nobody sees the diversity in me.
1: Like, no, like that time you got in an argument. With that white woman At my At the party She called you white Oh She called you white Yeah, yeah And yeah, like yeah, you yeah, have yeah, White yeah. perspectives Right and right you're right white. You're white, Yeah and white, and white, you're, white you don't male Old white male
2: Also yeah. saw me as a male <laughs> Which yeah. was like What's wrong with her <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know Yeah it's That's exactly it yeah. it's, And it's uh I and it's strange, and we had that same like I did that comedy competition uh, back in 2013 uh, called NBC Diversity. You know, and now it's called oh, yeah, Stand Up yeah, for yeah. NBC right. Now it's called right. Stand Up for uh, NBC, but they removed the word diversity because yeah. that was kind of counterproductive. Uh, but so Stand Up NBC, they they just wanted to push uh, uh, comics who had a, a diverse background and they refused to see me the two first times like they because they would just, See a picture. And uh, like, yeah, yeah, they would just see like I would even submit my tapes. I would have like uh, Jeannie, Gina, Gina who won uh, the competition, and 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 my buddy Vlad, who made it to the top ten of that same year. And they recommended me, and they're like, you got to see Danny. And they they wouldn't see me because the audition tape that I submitted didn't talk about my background because. Right. To me, you know, it's like it's not necessary to talk about sure. your background if, yeah. you know, if you have funny jokes. And it can, jokes, it can be jokes. hacky,
1: too. Right. It depends it, on yeah, how you do it. Yes.
2: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It depends on how you do it. But, yes, generally speaking, it's been overdone. That's comedy yeah. class jokes. Like, right. I'm French and I'm Irish. Right, yeah, right, 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 I'm right, drunk right, half right, the time, right, 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 And, right, right, and then right, I'm drunk right, the right, other right. half of the time. Right, right That's my comedy class joke. Right, right, right. Nailed it. Oh, man. No, no. And I remember the first time I auditioned for, uh what's that, NBC show? Last Comic Standing? Last Comic Standing. Comic standing, uh, Alonzo bowden because I was I was in UB, I was like maybe two years in, mm-hmm. uh, and this was in Montreal. There was a snowstorm. Uh, snow was maybe two feet high. Uh, I had to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to make it to the venue at five o'clock in the morning, and I stood in the cold till from five I think till eleven in the morning, and then I had two minutes to audition. I get seen by. Kathleen Madigan yeah. and and Alonzo Bowden and Ant right? Uh, <laughs> that right. was on that show. Yeah. So they see me, and uh, I I I literally and I and I you know it's weird. Alonzo Bowden I drove him. There was a snow the snowstorm started the night before, and he was headlining at the Comedy Works, uh-huh. and he was like, we both stepped out of the club, and I think we I'm not sure if we we gigged together or not. I forget. Yeah. And then I step out, and uh, and I uh, he needed I could tell he was waiting for a cab to get to the location. So let me just give you a ride of my car. So I just drove him, and I, 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 in the back of my head I thought this might be weird a little bit because he will be judging me tomorrow. Cause, yeah. You know, but. Mm-hmm. But it, there's a snowstorm. Yeah, I'm like, when you're Canadian. I'll give you. I'll give you. So I give him a ride, and I see him the next day. And again, I woke up at four. Uh, I'm 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 out in the cold for like six hours, and then and uh, and I audition. I have two minutes. Yeah, and again, uh, I was a very green comic, and I I did the exact same opening. Uh, that very hacky I'm half Polish Half right. Peruvian uh, I opened with that And that was my opening line I didn't even get to the punchline Yeah And Alonzo stops me He's like I don't care what half you are uh-huh. you, you, Unless you're a half gorilla Then I'm interested uh-huh. Uh huh But Right. And, and he was absolutely right, and yeah. you're like, "Well, I only got
1: a half a tank of gas because you, motherfucker!" <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> and and he, and he he was spot on. And I get that it was a television show, and I get that he was right. you know being the hard judge or whatever yeah. whatever role it, he decided to play. In real life, play. he, he would have let you figure it out, right, on your own. Uh, but but man, just give me my two minutes. Yeah, like, sure. I just sure. Like you can say whatever you want, man. And that just having that opening line throw you off so much. Oh. Like you can't go to jokes after that. It's also a horrible
1: scenario for those that don't know. It's just you doing stand up in front of three people. And and whatever I did and, that show and, too, four, yeah. and and three cameras. When I did it I played to the cameramen and the producers and stuff. Oh, I didn't right. fuck with the people right. in front. But, anyways, we gotta we gotta go. Oh, we had the hour. Uh, yeah. Yo, this was. You've this, been listening been to flying. Pets, Cops, and Languages <laughs>
0: available
1: everywhere that you can get podcasts. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank and, you. Oh yeah, we already got an outro. I don't have to do. Yeah,
0: one. you don't have to do anything later. Any of it. All right, be good,
1: guys. Thanks for listening to the Power of How. Music by Daniel Tirado, artwork by Nelson Diaz. Follow us on all the social medias at at the power of how podcast rate, review and subscribe and check us out at patreon.com forward slash the power of how podcast. Send us some positive vibes in the form of us currency. See you next week, everybody.